Hello everyone and welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host Courtney Robinson and I am so happy you're here. Okay, first things first, I wanted to start off the second episode um, and just say thank you so much to everyone who took the time and listened to this first epi- that first episode of this new podcast. It truly means so much to me. Anyone who took the time to reach out with any type of feedback or um, just what they got out of that first episode or were just strictly like sending positive vibes my way, I truly, truly appreciate it and it does not go unnoticed. You know, I published that first episode, I guess over a week ago now and it has been kind of kind of crazy that feeling of just going for something and putting yourself out there in such a way is all so new to me so i feel like it came with you know the natural ups and downs of um taking a risk and going for something as it usually does, you know, the ups being that I truly do feel so excited to be starting this new, new venture and putting myself out there in this completely new way and making connections like I can already feel that are forming. Um, But, you know, putting yourself out there in this type of way and also just whenever I find that we start something new, it always comes with the downs of, okay, what am I doing? Am I good enough for this? Um, you know, those self-doubts that try and talk you out of doing stuff. So I'm not going to lie, those happened. That's natural. But um, I know that I really want to do this and just continue to have have conversations. So here we are. But yeah, I just really wanted to say thank you to everyone who um saw that first episode heard that first episode and genuinely took time and decided to support it it really yeah it really means means a lot to me i want to talk about something today in this second episode that i find is truly a very large point of struggle in our 20-something years. I know what I'm about to talk about you can struggle with at any time, you know, whether that be in high school or maybe, you know, in your 30s when you're older, but I find that I've just been talking about it a lot with just people in my life and it always somehow comes into conversation with people and so I figured it would be a great place to take this second episode because I feel like it'll be hopefully relatable in a lot of ways but I have been thinking a lot about comparison now I truly feel like comparison is such a toxic habit that we naturally fall into and I feel like now more than ever we have a million and one ways available right at our fingertips any single second any minute to compare ourselves to like it's just crazy the amount of comparison and the outlets we have 
now that we just have access to all of these different lifestyles and people and um, images that we naturally, you know, take and turn inwards. So I thought it would be kind of an interesting point of conversation because I feel like I have a lot to say on the topic of comparison and it looks, comparison to me looks different in, like it comes in many different forms, not just, you know, strictly comparing appearances with someone, but it also goes much deeper, you know, um, it can be internal comparison, and I just, I figured since I've been talking so much about it in real conversations in my life, I figured it would be kind of an interesting topic to bring up for the second second episode. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking today. We're going to be talking comparison and all of its different different forms and also ways that I have found work for myself when handling comparison and how not to let yourself get stuck in a rut of what is comparison you know so I'm just gonna share a couple tips I have that really help me when I'm in a negative headspace when it comes to to this so yeah I I hope you enjoy and let's just let's get into comparison Okay, like I said, I truly believe that comparison can be such a toxic habit that we naturally fall into. You know, sometime or another, we all fall fault of comparing ourselves to something else. You know, may it be something we have pegged as better, whether it be comparing journeys to a friend or comparing strictly appearances Um, comparing ourselves online with one another like we've all done it at some point even even comparing ourselves to different versions of ourselves and I'll get more into what I mean by that but all of these topics and ways to compare can be a quick way to drain any type of confidence you may have and you know it's especially difficult when maybe those confidence levels aren't aren't at their peak you know we all go through points in our life where our confidence is you know very low and that's when our friend comparison i find really makes an appearance like it's just so easy to pick apart yourself and compare it to something that you have pegged as better while putting your blinders on to all of the negative or, um, you know, not so pretty things that are outside of that picture, you know? So I do find it's just a quick confidence strainer and you can go down so many rabbit holes of, like I said, comparing journeys, comparing appearances, comparing ourselves to past versions of ourselves like all of these topics can go even deeper and can really drag a person down if you're not prepared to recognize the language that you're talking to yourself in and 
pull yourself out? You know, how did they have the time and money to travel over the travel all over the place yet you are building roots and establishing a career, you know, you're beginning your life somewhere? Or how can they be so far ahead in their work setting yet you just finished four years of school, university, and have a degree in your hand? Or how can they be so fit and in shape when you were built completely different comparing two body types that will never ever be or look the same? Those are some key words I hear when I think comparison and one of the things I think is really important is to recognize the language that you're talking to yourself in day to day and if you know you're asking those how do they or how why can't I or how do I not have I feel like those are really important you know starting starting topics to negative comparing thoughts so I think it's really important to recognize um yeah like I said the language that we talk to ourselves in but I'll get more into that but I kind of just wanted to talk about like I said those different ways I find are really common to to compare ourselves first being comparing journeys to to a friend what i mean by this is when you're sitting sitting on the couch or something and you're on instagram and you see someone that you follow you know they just left thailand and now they're touching down in australia and you know two weeks ago they were in bali and you're looking at this and saying oh my gosh this person is just living the dream you know why can't i do that I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting on the couch watching TV, not doing anything, not um, widening my perspective on life at all. I'm just sitting here scrolling while they're off traveling the world. Now, this is just one example of how to compare journeys, but I find it's really common when you you see someone that's doing completely opposite things of you and... We just say, oh, why can't I? Or why aren't I? And how can they, but I can't. When really, if we take two seconds and look at what you are doing, you know, you might be sitting on the couch, but you've just had a long day at work where you're fully establishing a spot in your career. You know, you're making steps towards a lifelong goal that you've just forgotten about for this split second while scrolling through Instagram, you know? It's really tricky to not get caught in this type of situation and not talk poorly about, or kind of forget, I should say, about what you are accomplishing and what you're doing. You're just kind of focused on someone else's highlight reel of what they may be posting on Instagram. Um, It's really difficult to sit there and and feel 
that way have that social media intake make you feel like you're not doing enough or you're doing the wrong thing or you know you're not you're just doing something wrong when in reality there's a whole list of things that you're accomplishing that you've just completely forgotten about because of someone's highlight reel Oftentimes when I find myself in this type of setting or situation, I have learned to start to look inward and really take a look at myself. And although I may really want to travel and expose myself to different cultures, but it's just not what I'm what I'm doing right now. And when I think about it for five seconds longer, it's like, yeah, that looks so cool and you're so happy for this person and it's not at all what would service you right now. But if when I saw that and and I had thoughts and the tone was different and it was like, hey, that's exactly what I want to be doing rather than what I'm currently doing, then yeah, maybe we should take that as a sign and make some life changes and go for it. But half the time I find myself, when I really, really think about it, um, I don't want to be doing what I see that person doing. So there's absolutely no productivity in comparing what I'm doing to what I see other people doing and posting about and living. You know, it's just... It's so difficult and I find it really interesting that I know I've had a lot of conversations with people who I think we all struggle with a very similar thing. Now, maybe not that exact situation, that was just an example, but you know, when you just see someone doing something and you're like, oh, I wish I would, how can they do that? I've just been, I'm trying to grind this out right now and I, I can't, I'm not getting anywhere and look at them, they're succeeding and look at all their success and experience and x y and z when the truth is you're not showing your full picture to yourself you're just kind of like i said put your blinders on and see all of the negatives maybe it was really like this post caught you on a really bad day at work and and you're feeling really down about it and in the same breath the person that's posting is not showing you the full picture picture either so we're just being so unfair to ourselves sometimes I find that the easiest way to combat these thoughts and this comparing our journeys to other people is to take our blinders off recognize the language take the blinders off and acknowledge all of your accomplishments that you have been checking off yourself you know give yourself some credit for what you're doing you know maybe maybe you just spent four years in university you've just got your degree and you're looking at these people someone who has um started you know someone who has started their job right after high school so they've been in the work field for four or five years and you're now just getting out of university and you're you know, just beginning your your work experience, it's hard not to look at that and be like, oh, like, why aren't I where they are? How can I get to that position that they're in? Like, 
I'm just starting. I'm so, I have nowhere, I don't know where to go. You know, when really, let's take a look at your accomplishments and see that you've put in the work for four years to get, or more, to get this degree that they actually might not have. So you're doing completely different things. So you're making yourself feel bad for literally comparing opposite opposites you know so i find it really interesting and we all we all do it i know we do (laughs) so i think it's interesting to kind of shed light about it and talk about it because because we've all we've all been there and i hope as i say these thoughts you're you can relate (laughs) And I'm not alone in this situation because I just find it's really, it's really common to, yeah, put your blinders on and wish you were doing something else when if we just look, take those off, look at the big picture and see all that you've accomplished and not compare it to what the person next to you has accomplished because it's completely different. So I tend to remind myself when I feel myself going that path of comparative thoughts of, you know, what are you doing? And think a little deeper, look a little deeper. And if what you're doing doesn't feel like it's servicing you, then maybe, yeah, maybe it is time to make, make a little change. But half the time it's like, wow, okay, this is what I'm doing. And I am, I'm really proud to be where I am right now and i'm happy for those other people that are happy to be what doing what they're doing right now you know and if i catch myself thinking oh man i wish i could you know i wish i could have a degree or oh i wish i could go on a trip like that right now i try and remind myself like if this is something you really want to do is make the time for say traveling you will make the time and you will make it a goal to do so and make this happen i do not have to be quote doing it all at this very moment there is time and a way to find balance with all of what i want to make out of my life so i find that's just one way i find comparing journeys can be can quickly go down a different route and you can take it so many different ways and quickly go down a oh I'm not good enough I'm not doing the right thing path if we're not if we're not careful and that's a sure way to drain any confidence in what you're doing right now um but yeah I find just thinking about it for two seconds longer and taking off those blinders and what do I want? And why do I feel that way when I look at that picture of someone else doing something? Why do I feel like I need to be doing that right now when I'm actually really happy with all with all that I'm accomplishing? The second pillar I want to talk about of comparison in this episode is um, comparison within. 
And what I mean by that is comparing ourselves to a past version of ourselves. This one can be really tricky and I find that I've talked about this with different people and it's all different because we all compare ourselves in different ways. And one thing I find, I don't know, is comparing ourselves to like the highlight reel version of a phase in our life. You know, when we think, when we get, maybe when we get a little bit nostalgic or when we start reminiscing on certain phases of our life and you know, we put those blinders back on and think about a certain point in our life where, oh my gosh, like I used to be so fun and carefree and like I just went all out and I used to be so much fun to hang around and X, Y, and Z. When really, if we look at the whole picture, that's not really the case. I often, you know, I can compare myself to an old version, a carefree, if you will, version of myself, say five years ago, but, and it's, and it's true, I was very carefree, I was, had a lot of fun, I mean, that was like fresh out of high school is kind of the time period I'm referring to, and you can't, like... <laughs> I laugh about it because I'm kind of thinking about that version of myself right now and how different it feels when I compare it to who I am now, but it's not that different. It was just maybe five years ago. And, um, but yeah, if I think about that in this example of comparing ourselves to a past version, And I think, oh my gosh, that girl used to be so carefree and fun and I used to go out all the time and, you know, I just did everything on a whim and X, Y, and Z. And if I only choose to remember the good parts of that lifestyle and of that attitude, then I'm doing myself a disservice. And what I mean by that is, I'm doing myself a disservice for not acknowledging all of the other things that came with that carefree lifestyle and who I might have been in that phase of my life and how much I've grown since then. Because if I take a look at the bigger picture, you know, it wasn't all carefree and it wasn't all fun because things, things happened, you know, real life started to happen and, um, and it wasn't all sunshine and fun and happiness and, um, carefree. It also came with a lot of things that taught me how to establish boundaries with people and how boundaries with myself and that all, contributes to the growth and validates that growth and happiness that I have in my current life, in my current version of myself. So 
sometimes I find when I start comparing myself to a past version, that might be, for me personally, one of the worst ways of comparison. The worst, the worst comparative habit, habit I have is um, comparing myself to an older version of me because it doesn't service who I am now and it doesn't service all of, or it doesn't recognize all of the growth I've done to, to become this version of myself. So I think it's interesting and I know that that phase and maybe not specifically, but I think a lot of people go through as well especially in this time in our life like these 20 something years are so important and they really are our prime time of growing into a new version of ourselves and it could happen one time it could happen five times within these years like it's just it's interesting to to take a look at I have had conversations with people in comparing ourselves to a past version of ourselves, but almost like in a way that is external. What I mean by that is, you know, if you look at a past version of yourself, maybe say five years ago again, for example, and think, oh, I used to be around and surrounded by so many people I used to be always have someone to hang out with on the weekends and it was always something to do there was always a party to go to and I was just around so many more people than I am now and I feel like I don't have anyone to call and x y and z and I find this is definitely something that we go through in our 20s and comes with the evolution of not only ourselves but also our relationships in the sense of not everyone is going to stick around forever and I know I've heard from older wiser people in my life that that's quote part of growing up but I don't think losing friends is part of growing up I think it's just re-establishing what friendship is to you and doesn't mean that the person that used to be your go-to your best friend five years ago can't be in your life it's just they might have a different role in your life now but yeah I think it's challenging when friends start to get busy you know we all are starting to get established in different routes and different paths in our lives so not everyone's readily available on the weekends like they were in you know, when you were 18, it's just kind of not, not realistic. And it's some, a tricky transition, I think, for a lot of people because it can feel really lonely and think, oh, why don't people, why don't people want to hang out with me anymore? Why don't people want to hang out all together anymore? When really, maybe some situations have happened that Maybe those people didn't quite show up for you like you needed them to. Or maybe going out every night isn't what services you anymore. So you're kind of distancing. You know, there's so many factors. And I just want to say it's all so normal. 
And it can be really hard because like I said, it can feel really lonely. So when you are alone and you're comparing yourself to a past version of yourself with who was always around someone who was always with friends and was never never had a dull moment it can be really tricky to find happiness in your current state but when this happens i encourage like this is a common theme to look at the bigger picture and take a look at who is really your closest friends that are really going to be there for you you know they're going to show up they're going to put in the work they appreciate you growing and evolving and that circle might look really really small but then you have a you know your middle circle that you still have people to call when you're all getting together you know for maybe different occasions right um But I think it's important to look at the bigger picture and know that you're not, you're not alone. There are people in your life and you have friends and maybe your relationship standards in friendships have just gone up because of all of the life experiences you've had. You know, maybe you've put in certain boundaries that like, okay, if I reach out to this person five times and they can't text me back, okay, maybe I'm I'm not going to reach out the sixth time. Maybe I'm going to leave it open for them to come to me, you know? Like those are all factors that we sometimes forget about when, we, when we're feeling lonely and start comparing ourselves to a more social version of who we once were, if that makes sense. But I often like to remind myself of the people who I have in my life currently and validate that those relationships are here for a reason. And yeah, maybe you don't have a million friends to call, but those three you do have are really, really worth it. And you know that they would show up. Yeah, I know this one I find is really tricky as well because it can just be turned such a into such a lonely conversation with yourself. But I think looking at the bigger picture and reminding yourself that, okay, no, I do have really meaningful relationships right now. And yeah, I miss when we all could get together, but it's it wouldn't be the same now. And maybe one day it will, but but it's okay that it's not right now and it's okay that it's changed because I find within that change you do find your group of people that will come that you'll find those friends that are going to show up and that bigger group that you have to call and it just it just looks different and that that's not (laughs) part of growing up it's just part of growing within yourself and establishing who you are and what is meaningful to you. Okay, so let's talk tips for handling comparison. I feel like I've gotten, (laughs) I say this, I'm not perfect, 
but I feel like I've gotten a really good grip on handling comparison. Like I said, I'm not perfect, but these are just some tips that I found have helped, really helped me um, handle comparison. First one being, I know I mentioned this in this episode, but I think it is one of the most important ones I have is recognizing the comparison thoughts so you can redirect the language. You know, so I think the ability to, when you're thinking of, oh, I, how come I can't do that? Or how come they're doing this and I'm stuck doing this? Or, you know, that tone and that language really plays a big part in your mood and how this affects you and X, Y, and Z. And I think recognizing that language is just a really good place to start because once you recognize it, then you can have control over it. Then you can be in control of what comes next and in control of your response rather than let the language dictate everything and really take over. The next one I have here is just, this is seems basic, but I feel like it's really, really important and something that can be easily forgotten is don't be too hard on yourself. If we are always critical of ourselves and our actions, then it's going to be much easier to fall into the toxic language. You know, instead, I suggest, and I actively try to do this myself, is be constantly celebrating your small wins. Like, when there is a moment to celebrate, do it. Recognize those moments of, you know, I'm putting my all into this relationship right now, and it is going great. And that's a big win, because that's what I'm focusing on, and that's what I'm putting my efforts in. And I think all of those small moments in life deserve to be credited but also recognizing those big moments like graduating or that big sale and don't think for a second that you're not worthy of that moment whatever it may be when comparing yourself to a previous version I always try and remind myself to be grateful and acknowledge that version for its truest self and recognize the big picture of what that entailed, what that life, that phase in my life looked like because it took that to get to where you are now and all that growth happened because of that phase before this one, you know? So I think recognizing and um, thanking every version of ourself can really help with appreciating where we are now. Similar to celebrating our small wins, I actively try and remind myself of all the things that I'm doing that truly make me 
happy and contribute to why I am where I am. And I think this helps with comparing journeys and comparing past versions. So it might kind of be a spin-off of um, a couple other points, but but I find it's really, really helpful in in moving forward and and growing into this version of yourself without comparison or that toxic language. So yeah, those are my thoughts on different points of comparison. Now I know that comparison is such a wide topic and I could literally talk about so many things regarding comparison, um, but I thought I would kind of leave it there with my tips on how I handle comparison and what I do to combat that negative language. Ultimately, I think it's really beneficial and important to keep your focus on yourself, your journey, and what you're currently doing to grow into the best version of yourself. I think keeping that focus on you, celebrating your wins, and acknowledging your past and how much you've grown is are things that can really help change that that negative language or the habit to compare ourselves to anything else. So I hope you enjoyed this second episode of 20-something girl. Um, I hope that you have found something that you are able to connect with in this episode and if you have any tips on how you handle um, comparison, please share. I would love to hear them and have that conversation. But like I said and how I ended the first episode, I want to end today's episode with a 20-something reminder, um, something to remind our 20-something selves. And I think this week, I really want to remind ourselves to be, to be patient. Patient while we work to gain confidence in ourselves. Be patient while we figure out what we're doing and trying to find that path that works for us. Um, yeah, I think it's a really important, it's very simple, but really important reminder that I try and actively remind myself is just be patient and let things happen. And um, so with that reminder being said, that wraps up episode number two of 20-something girl podcast. I want to thank you if you've made it all the way to the end and thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to be back next week. Bye guys!